Welcome back to another episode of Marketing Management and Money. I am your host, Ryan Owens. And I am your host, Ryan Murray. Thank you for joining us. We are excited to have you with us today as we look at how boring <laughs> successful business can be. Wow, what a way, what a to, way to kick, kick it, it off. off. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, but it's true. Right. We've talked about this a little bit where you, and, and I think that entrepreneurs are, they shy away from big businesses, like working within corporations or working up the corporate ladder. Mm -hmm. You see this all the time. People just shedding the ranks of corporate business to start or run or whatever their own venture, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, I myself had this same experience where I worked for a very large uh, financial corporation and it was terrible. <laughs> like it was a slow death and a very enduring death every time <laughs> I walked in that building. It was horrendous. I hated it. Uh -huh. uh, and that's that's kind of the, you know, where this episode is going to lead us is that there's a reason why we're all entrepreneurs, right? Where we're striving to start something new or get into something that we are passionate about because successful business, especially like these big corporations, they have their systems in place. They've already got their structure laid out. They know exactly how much they're paying for this position and what they expect this position to do. And that's all they have to do. They don't have to go above and beyond or figure out anything new. There's no new problems to solve. Really, it's Mechanization just, makes yeah, sense. Right. Yeah. Once you get that level of efficiency down, then, it's, then that's it. You know? So, I, I remember when I was quite young, early twenties, and uh, I think I was I think I was either twenty one or twenty two. Anyway, I started working in food service, and I'll tell you what: if you want to work really, really hard and not make a lot of money, <laughs> there's a, there's a there's a space for you in food service. <laughs> like it, it it was tough work, and uh, they uh, they hired me. A pretty big company. In fact, a very large company, a worldwide company. And they hired me as a front of the house manager. And okay. I'm just thinking, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm front of the house manager. And and I kind of had my eyes on, you know, becoming the general manager mm -hmm. and, you know, working my way through the ranks. And so I was trying to trying to do a good job and make, make a good impression and all this kind of stuff. And Yeah. Show and, your ambition. Yeah. And like, so, like a lot of it, like budding entrepreneurs or people that have that in them start out. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, uh, you know, we had this district manager and he would oversee several of, of these locations. And, uh -huh. and I thought, I'm like, Whoa, I mean, that's awesome. And so, um, when they brought me on, uh, they were having a lot of problems. This was, this was their problem child in the, in the entire district. And, uh, you know, and, and we were working on cleaning it up. And so I actually spent a decent amount of time with the district manager, you know, just kind of talking about, you know, things that he wanted to see happen and all this kind of stuff. And yeah. so one day, um, he pulls me aside and he says, Hey, I just, I just want to let you know that, uh, I've decided to step down as district manager. I'm just like, Oh, you know, and here I am, young kid, early twenties, not a lot of experience. And so this is kind yeah. of the first time that, that I've seen this happen. Right. And he's like, I've, I've decided to, to, to step down and, and I'm like, so what, what are you going to go do? He's like, I'm going to open up a little bistro. Nah. 
And I thought to myself, <laughs> like, you got to be kidding me, right? You're, you're a district manager and you want to make coffee for people? Right. Like, like whoa, 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 where, where is this coming from? And I, I really, uh, maybe I should dig up and see whatever happened with this guy. But, you totally should. <laughs> but it, it just, it shocked me that, that he would do this. Mm-hmm. And it opened my eyes to the fact, because, I mean, he was making great money. And he had this one problem account, but we were cleaning it up. And outside of that, everything else was running pretty smooth. Yeah. But it had nothing, no appeal to him. And, right. and so he gave it all up to open his little bistro. You know? That's gnarly, man. And, and why? Boredom. To fight boredom. Yeah. Well, oh my gosh, there's so much <laughs> psychology behind this that, I mean. Yeah, this is your space. I know. I, I, <laughs> I should have done a little bit of research and found some like peer-reviewed articles and what, that's my nerdy side uh, coming sure, out, right? Sure. You, we could have <laughs> cubicles next to each other and yours would be the finance section and mine would be the psychology and we would just be happy as clams, right? Pretty much. But uh, yeah, I mean. There's, oh my gosh, there's so much, there's a whole body of research on like, uh, just that, like routine, these schedules and, and, you know, if you completely lay everything out for a person, then they go insane basically, right? Like you, you cannot live in that existence for an extended sustained period of time without completely just like giving up, right? Mm -hmm. Like you let go of your sense of self, you let go of any qualities or gifts. It's like you're psychologically lobotomizing yourself without going through the medical procedure, right? (laughs) Which is super interesting because as an entrepreneur, as a, you know, a startup or a small business or a growing business, the advice is always to, you know, get systems and, you know, standard operating procedures and, you know, figure out templates and, and how to, right. you know, efficiently do things and to repeat that process over and over again. And that, mm-hmm. you know, that that is what, you know, an efficient growing business looks like mm-hmm. is it's very repetitive. It's the same process but it flies in the face of the personality of the entrepreneur who started that business in the first place. Exactly. So well, how and, do you cope with that? And I think, I think humanity at large, right? Like we live in a world today where we don't have problems, not like well, we oh, used okay. to. When you say we live in a world, I'm going to say in the United States, we don't have Touché. problems. There are Touché. places in the world Absolutely. that legitimately have some issues that they're still struggling. You with. are correct. But so, in the United States, right, as a society, culturally, yeah, we we don't. Our our basic needs are met for the very most part, well. and many other parts of the world, it's the same case. Granted, I'm not in. I'm not devaluing human suffering, right? Sure. Like I know that that exists a block from where we are currently, right? right? There's right. there's hunger happening. There's mm-hmm. homelessness happening. There's there's all kinds of these things. Uh, these needs that aren't being met, but, um, you know, people will talk about, we're getting off the path a little bit here, but we'll come back. Just hang tight. I'm, 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 I'm hanging with you. I'm I'm, I'm excited to see where you're taking this. I mean, 
people will bring up world hunger and, oh, we got to save world hunger. And if you just donate 17 cents to this cause, we'll feed so many people. And it's Mm like we're to the point now where we, as Americans, throw away food at a disgusting rate. Mm -hmm. And so food isn't or or world hunger isn't a a quantity problem in terms of food. It's a distribution problem. Correct. And so – what I'm getting at is like, we got to look at the world in different ways mm-hmm. and the same thing happens in business. So, you know, as our economy as our society and civilization here in America, our culture has uh, matured, then that's kind of what happens, right? Mm-hmm. Same thing happens in business as a business matures and, and comes of age, that same kind of a thing happens. And, problems shift a little bit, but really it's like, Hey, things are good and we could stay here and we can support all of these people's jobs and their families and their livelihoods and on and on and on. We don't have to change a thing. Right. We can come up with all sorts of problems. (laughs) We can, you know, Stephanie and Jody over here bickering is, you know, man, that's really bringing our whole team down and we got to fix that (laughs) because gosh, dang it. Well, and, 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 and that's the thing is, you know, how many businesses out there are at a point where they are successful and they could just continually be successful? Yeah, absolutely. But they feel this need to grow. To push on, right? Yeah. And and you see that a lot of times where, well, like your friend, it gets to a point where somebody hits that wall and it's like, what am I doing this for? Mm-hmm. And then they step down and the next guy comes in because he has that ambition and he has that desire to take it to the next level or do the next thing or whatever. And he gets it there. And, you know, maybe it takes two or three CEOs or two or three, whatever to get it there, but eventually it'll get there. And then that guy's like, eh, I'm going to go do something else. So, you know what I mean? Y- you know, what's really interesting about this is that there are many businesses out there that the owners of the business would make significantly more money if they would sell the business than if they would grow the business. Right. Like I've come across many owners that I'm like, right now you could sell your business for say $5 million and you would walk away with two of those five. Yeah. And for $2 million, you could now, you know, retire at a young age in style. Right. But you're not interested in that. Right. Like that's, that's not, you know, right. it, 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 it gets past this point of it's like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm going to do the, the logical step in my business. It's like, no, I'm going to do the emotional step. And, yeah. and honestly, I'm not trying to downplay emotions. I think that's a mistake that happens a lot as people are like, oh, emotional Absolutely. decisions are bad. And I'm like, no, emotional decisions are brilliant. Right. We have emotions for a reason. Like emotionality is valid. It's just a matter of, you know, are we emotionally mature enough to understand why we're having that emotion? Right. Where it comes from, why it's resonating in that way, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And, 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 and so, you know, as a business owner, are we, are we acting on emotion or are we acting on, you know, just the bottom dollar? And entrepreneurs, they're not bottom dollar driven most of the time. Right. Some, some are. You know, some people they're just like, look, I, I I'm all about the money, and and that's that's what I want to do. Right. But most of them, see, I look at like serial entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. So, 
I'm going to deviate here for a second, and no, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to bash on serial entrepreneurs. Oh really? Oh yeah. Okay. Because cool. well, then we're gonna we're gonna maybe disagree or present different opinions <laughs> here because I was actually going to bring that up as a positive <laughs> thing. So let's well, let's hear well, it. Here, here's here my ba- here's my bash. Put on your gloves serial. on. I know. I, I get know. the red gloves. You get the blue ones. <laughs> here's, here's my bash on serial entrepreneurs, and that is to me, serial entrepreneur half the time is an excuse to say I'm not successful at anything, so I bounce. Okay. Touche. I, I get that. I, I can buy so that. I'm like, oh, you're a serial entrepreneur. Wow, sure. that's neat. So you sold your last business for a million dollars. Oh no, 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 that one wasn't working out. Yeah. Oh, okay. And the business before that? Oh yeah, the market wasn't right for that. Okay. Oh, well, it wasn't really my business. It was my brother-in-law. I was just helping out. It's like, no. so, so, <laughs> serial entrepreneur to me. Uh. Is code for uh, immature, haven't grown up yet. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that, I can bite that, off on that, that for sure. Now, I'll I will scale back, and there are some legitimate serial entrepreneurs out. Sure. There. Okay, so let me present the flip side of that. And, and I think actually at this point, I think maybe we both should have red bucks and gloves on because <laughs> we're gonna like tag team this sucker. Okay. Uh, so. <laughs> I actually think it's really cool. So um, let me step back to, we talked about how, you know, in, in this society, in this m- more mature society and, and in a mature business, it's the same way again. Uh, you, we don't really have problems. We like to create our problems because ultimately uh, the human psyche has a problem, a big problem with freedom. And again, there's a whole body of research around it. I haven't done my preparation, so I can't <laughs> quote anything specifically in terms of like peer reviewed stuff. I swear on my life, it's out there. If you're that into it, please well, dive into well it. Well done on doing your homework. I know, I know right? Like, you know, we're moving this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a serial psychological researcher. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, uh, we, we don't like freedom, right? And I, and we don't like freedom? No, because here's the thing. Well, okay. Think about it for a second. Like, Answer me honestly. If if all of a sudden you had all of the land in the world, like the entire world was yours, okay. you had the subservience of every person. If you had all the money and riches right, and so access I'm, I'm to king resources, of the world. like one hundred percent. Okay. Day one, you're stoked, right? Sure. Day seventeen thousand five hundred and fifty-four. You're probably bashing your head up against a wall, just hoping you're going to die with the next one. Like we get so bored, yeah. right? Yeah. Like once we have everything, like we like problems, right? That's, and that's, I'm coming back to like this, the, the entrepreneurs, like that they get to that point in their career where they're like, Hey, this is not meeting my needs. This is mm-hmm. boring to me. Right. Mm-hmm. Like at one point it was like, yeah, I, I like this challenge. Like I'm not like, I've never been a general manager before or a district manager, like, cool. Let's see what this experience brings and whatever. And then it's like, you get into the rut of it and same old in and out. And it's the same thing. You just start hitting your head up against a wall because you've had the 10,000th person come into your office and be like, boss, I got an idea. And you're like, please. <laughs> Tell me so I can take a nap. So talk me I, talk me to sleep here. I I, I I worked with a consultant. One hundred percent true here. 
He got out of consulting because he was falling asleep because he was so bored yeah. when people would come and talk to him. That's what I'm saying, right? <laughs> like we, 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 we as human beings shy away from that. Mm-hmm. And so um, I actually- so, so that's interesting. I wouldn't use the, the word freedom uh, so that's, as, as you did. That's so why there, it confused me. But I'm, when you talk sure. about boredom, uh, yeah, I relate better. So I'm going to, okay. Good qualification. So I'm actually going to look it up really quick while we're talking. Um, but I believe that I, I can't remember if there's a, well, a book or a whole. Oh, like, okay. So body I'm, I'm, I'm going to give called, you. It's called the problem of freedom or the problem with freedom. So, so I'm like going to give you a, a chance to look that up because there's something that I want to talk about. So I'm, sure. I'm, I'm, I'm going to rant well, here for a second. So Go ahead. Let me, before you dive into that, let me. Let oh, me we're all over the I know, board. I know. It's cool. <laughs> so I think it's really cool that we're to the point that we are in history because we are seeing people like, like Seth Godin is, uh, if you don't know who Seth Godin is, he's a world renowned marketer, brilliant guy, Mm -hmm. but he has looked at his life and his career as not a series of jobs or a progression in his career, but as uh, a series of projects. Right. Mm -hmm. And he's, he's, he advocates, um, like in terms of teaching kids and, and, and even in yourself, it's like, find an interesting problem and find a way to solve it. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what he's done through his careers. Like he takes on this project and he, he, it's interesting to him. He solves the problem and then he moves on to the next problem. And he's kind of just happenstance kind of stayed in this vein of quote unquote, what we call marketing. And so we know him as this marketing guru, but to him, it's just like, he's been bouncing around doing what he finds to be interesting. Mm -hmm. And we're kind of to that point, right? Oh, oh, okay. But and that's what I'm calling like a serial entrepreneur. So Seth Godin has gone through several different things and been incredibly successful. But here's the challenge, and here's the counter side, and this is what I want to warn against. So our listeners out there who are like, "See, these guys are telling me I'm good to bounce, I'm good to pivot, yeah. I'm good to zigzag," you know? <laughs> I'm like, once, yes. Once you've yeah. made five million dollars, <laughs> yes, please. So, so there's a concept in business, the product life cycle, and I'm going to describe it, but if you want a visual, just, you know, just look it up. It's, it's very common. So you've got the product life cycle and basically what it is, is a product is going to start with a very innovative uh, early adopter stage. And what will happen is, you know, it's, if, if you think of like a new technology, it's going to come out, it's going to be a little clunky. And the people sure. who have to have it are going to jump on board. You know, think of cell phones when they first came out. They were these right. huge expensive bricks that didn't work very well and people were willing to pay for it because they wanted it. Then it will go through kind of this, uh, you know, th- this refinement stage. And uh, a lot of times they'll call it the shakeout where you'll have, you know, hundreds, thousands of businesses come in to try and solve this problem. Yeah. And they're perfecting the product or the service. And, and you see an incredible <clears throat> amount of iterations from this guy and that guy and one little feature different and this feature. Yeah. And, and at first it's, it's leaps and bounds changes, but then it starts to kind of hone in and they call it the shakeout because it goes from like a hundred people who are trying to solve this problem down to a half a dozen people who really do it really well. Yeah. Do a good job. And, and that's, that's who we adopt as the, uh, you know, as, as the, the provider for that product. The interesting phase to me 
is the maturity phase. That's the next phase. So once these half a dozen people have survived the shakeout, they're now in this maturity phase. And at that phase is where most of the money is made. And so if you're running a business and you're looking at, you know, your products, if they're in the maturity phase, then you're making lots of money for little effort. The ROI, the return on investment is, you know, it's most uh, profitable at that maturity phase. And then you go into a decline where, you know, it starts to go out of fashion or there's a new technology that is, you know, surpassed it or whatever the case may be. Now, that's a quick overview of the product life cycle, but this is what I want to tie into. The maturity phase is boring. The shakeout phase and the uh, early adopter phase, the innovative uh, stuff, is fun. Yeah. But if you don't ride the idea out through, if you do a premature decline, then you end up being one of those who fade away in that shakeout phase. And entrepreneurs do this. Okay, so, you know, this is the product life cycle, but this same cycle happens with ideas. It happens with processes. It right. happens with, uh, you know, our emotions, our desires is, you know, when, when something is new and exciting, we're all about it, but we're still trying to figure things out. And then, you know, when you go into kind of this uh, mature phase, and you think to yourself, oh, man, this is this is not as exciting as it used to be. And it gets boring. Yeah. But it gets profitable. Right. And so as an entrepreneur, can you handle the boredom long enough to reap in all of the profits? Yeah. And that's that's a challenging thing. And that takes discipline. And I am an advocate for that. I I think that if you're bouncing early, if you're a serial entrepreneur who keeps, you know, you never make it to the maturity phase, you're always stuck in the, you know, those early adopter and those shakeout phases, then you're just getting left behind. You're not accomplishing the the goal all the way to the end. Right. And that can be that can take place in different ways, right? Mm. Like as if you are the guy, you know, down in the trenches doing the dirty work and you're a solo, solopreneur at the beginning, like mm -hmm. as that grows, you don't have to stay that guy. But right? you want to. You want to. A lot to, of times. Sure. But then, okay, so say even you do, you know, and then it comes through that shakeout phase and it starts to get into the maturity phase. Do you still have to stay the CEO? Do you still have to stay the president or the guy at the top doing all of the things? Oh my goodness! Okay, so so this so, right th this is super interesting. Um, when when I started working with businesses, I started noticing some trends, and so I okay. would use all of the uh, all the businesses that were coming to me and that I was able to consult with as kind of my little laboratory. <clears throat> and one of the things that I found out is I found out that there are, generally speaking, three management styles. Okay. And I relate it to a house. Though There are those who like to build a new house. There are those that like to remodel an existing house. And then there are those who like to live in a skyscraper. Yeah. And, and, and <laughs> what it is is it's, it's startups, it's managers, and it's CEOs. 
and there's not one that's better than the other. You know, it's not different. It's it's not a progression. In fact, you will not progress from a startup to a manager to a CEO. You will have one that you're good at, uh, maybe two. But usually there's only one that you're good at. Well, yeah, I was going to say, even if you do have two, one of them is prevalent over the other. Yeah. See, I'm a manager. I'm decent at startups. Uh, I understand the CEO side of things, but I'm a manager. Like that's that's yeah. where my space is. That's why I love small business so much is because small businesses need managers. Big corporations, they need CEOs. Now, right. don't get caught up on, you know, you might have a small business that's like, well, I'm the CEO of my small business. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking right. about like your what big multinational like yeah. CEO that, you know, you, you've got 50,000 employees type positions. Right. Well, and I was going to say, like, you identify that by what type of work it is that you excel at and like to do, yeah, right? Yeah, it's Where's not your just, talent? Yeah, it's not. Well, it's like coming back to the houses. It's like I, I could see myself enjoying, you know, building a house, but I'm really good at remodeling, that, right? That, yeah, that's how I am. You know, so I like to fix things. I go go yeah. in and I can see what's going on and I'm like, oh, we can make this better. Exactly. <laughs> and that is like, I feel like that encapsulates this whole episode really, really well. Because it's like you, as an entrepreneur, like your style, you could make something better. And then if you just had to sit with that, you'd get really bored with it. Yeah. Even if it looked like pristine, right? Mm-hmm. Eventually, you're going to be looking at that and be like, I got to change it. Yeah. Gotta, I'm going like, to move out of here. I'm going to go do this. You know? Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So true. All right. Did you find your study? I did. So sorry. Uh, I'll just throw it out there really quick. Uh, it's along the. Uh, it's from Eric Fromm. He's the prominent researcher here. Um, but it's really just regarding the psychological side of freedom, and it's it's the paradox of freedom, not the problem with freedom. I apologize. Look into it if you're interested. There's some interesting stuff there. Normally, mostly it has to do with like society um, dictatorships versus like Mm -hmm. democracy. I don't know. And do you promise to do your homework next time? Yeah. We just have to decide a little bit beforehand. (laughs) Give me a heads up. (laughs) Maybe we'll do a follow-up episode to this where I will just dive into unbelievable amounts of research and people will be sleeping and skipping. And, and if there's anything that the listeners out there, if you guys want us to do some homework on some stuff, please let us know, reach out to us. You can find us www.marketingmanagementmoney.com. Uh, you know, just contact us and say, Hey, do your homework on this yeah. or fact check us. You know, right. if you, yeah, if, people if, right now are like Eric from sucker, like, <laughs> look it up, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. But we appreciate you tuning in. And just remember that money follow, or no, boredom and money, are they coincide. And so if you're a little bit bored with what you're doing and you're making good money, that's great. If you want something a little bit more exciting, it's a roller coaster and sometimes you sacrifice some money. Just pick where you want to be. A bistro. A bistro. <laughs> Next time. Ciao.